0: Welcome to the Grassroots Podcast, hosted by GreenIndustryPros.com, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. My name is Ryan Wisner, editor of Green Industry Pros. I recently sat down with Tricia Caps, owner of the Ground Guys of Waco franchise, who got started in March of 2020, just as the pandemic got underway. She proceeded to advance in opening the business to, despite the challenges of, of the pandemic. On today's episode of the Grassroots Podcast, she discusses some of the benefits of being involved with a franchise business that assisted in that effort. Let's listen in.
1: So, Tricia, thanks a lot for joining me today on the Grassroots Podcast. I really, really appreciate you uh, coming on today.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you having me, Ryan.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, the reason I uh, had you come on is uh, I understand that you, uh, last year, uh, went into uh, uh, into the landscaping business with the uh, the ground guys so why, don't you, so why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, your business background uh, leading into uh, leading into that venture
2: so um, I guess like most people right out of college you kind of take the job that that you get so um, I started out in banking um, and then after that um, I went into consulting and video production. And in the video production, which went along with my degree, I got a music business degree with a minor in business. So um, I, I helped uh, the video production company uh, by being business manager and they were in a lot of debt when I first came on. So I learned a lot about small business and running a small business from uh, that venture helping them grow their business, get out of debt, and become profitable within three years. Um, and then after that, I uh, started working, went into construction. So I worked for a company that does um, uh, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. So I was the third director of executive administration there. And so basically, I was in charge of all policies, procedures, and worked with all departments. So I got a feel for a larger company and how to help that flow properly and become um, a more structured company to keep growing at the pace that it was growing at. And so that's kind of my business background that helped me learn you know, the financial side with the banking, consulting, working with clients and having that client base uh, video production was all of the small business. And then the larger construction company was more of the policy procedures and then how larger com- companies work compared to smaller companies, which helped me when it came to deciding whether or not I wanted to own my own company.
1: So I, that was going to be kind of my next question is, is, having gone through all that, I mean, was, was that already kind of in the back of your head somewhere uh, to, to go down that path to have your own company?
2: Yes, so um I had kind of capped out at the last company that I was at, and really, the only next step for me was you know working towards being a president or CEO of a company or owning my own company uh, myself. And it just so happened that the opportunity presented itself with neighborly and the grounds guys. and so uh, with me being here in Waco and corporate office being here in Waco. Uh, that seemed like a really great fit for me, uh, especially looking at. I had other franchises looking at me, but they were all over um, and not here. And um, knowing Neighborly, what used to be the Dwyer Group, growing up here, that company was uh, very prominent in the area. And I had heard nothing but great things about that specific company. So, like I said, when the opportunity came up and it was a Neighborly company. Um, it was kind of hard to to pass just because the corporate office was here.
1: Okay. okay. So it was it was more the the uh, overall company itself. It was was there uh, any connection, or did, were you just kind of looking for something in general, or was there a connection to the lawn care and landscaping aspect of it? Um.
2: Actually, uh, a consulting company. For franchise companies had come to me um, through my LinkedIn profile wanting me to be interested in a franchise and everything they had I was like "Eh, no not really and I kind of did that for about three or four months and then it's come to find out I had a a mutual uh, contact with a consultant person who had just said some really nice things about me which was great and so he's like you know what, let me see what neighborly has available. And it just so happened that grounds guys was available at that specific time. And, um, and he was like, are you interested? I was like, that's a little different. You know, it's right here in my, in my back, my backyard. So no pun on words, but uh, it's right here. So um, definitely I'll talk to them. So yeah.
1: And so that was, and that was just last year that you, that you uh, got into uh, opening, uh, opening your own business with Crown Guys? then?
2: <laughs> yes. So it very quickly uh, and then the pandemic hit while we were going through the, the buy portion of it. And so it was like, okay, we're doing this. Let's go um so it was it was it was already I mean when so it was March when we were finalizing everything and then it just all like you know last year everything went downhill really fast and I was like you know what I'm doing this this will work we're outdoors we're we're lawn care and landscaping so we can still work and we're essential so we're doing this it's already final we're doing this
1: (laughs) Uh, your crews were found to be essential because in some states there there was still at least a month or so of shutdown even for landscapers.
2: Yes so for us in the state of Texas um, lawn care and landscaping is considered essential just because of the fact that if you're not taking care of your lawn you have pests which cause damage to the house Uh, If the lawn grows up too tall in the house, it causes foundation issues. Same thing with trees and anything else growing next to the house. If you don't take care of it properly, it causes damage to the home, um, as well as water and irrigation and taking care of irrigation and stuff like that. If we're not doing that on a regular basis and someone's not taking care of it, then it causes damage to the home and can cause structural damage. So we kind of lumped in there with um, construction workers that working um, in some other uh, companies that were outdoor companies, but all had to do with keeping people safe and comfortable in their homes because they were going to have to be home. So it ended up being, and that also was another assessment to neighborly because they were working with the state um, officials and everything and other companies and everything to make sure that our our workers were going to continue to work and be essential and they helped put together information and letters and stuff like that to our uh governor and whomever whatever committee he had that was determining who was not essential to make sure we stayed essential so that was very important to us and a great
1: thing that neighborly did oh sure i I can imagine i guess and and that's and, and that's i think one of the key pieces of this too is uh being part of a, a, being a a franchise uh, involved in that, did that, did that help in being able to kind of start, start this up amidst the pandemic?
2: So yes, Um, being a part of a franchise was very helpful and it wasn't just neighborly, but we um, as owners are considering each other family. So I've had All of the owners across country and anywhere they are, if you have questions, they're right there answering questions. I've had some come here and help me with projects and help me with things. Um, If I didn't have enough crew or something like that, or if I had a job that needed a little bit extra attention, they would come here and they would help me. So it's not just neighborly, but the family itself with the rest of the franchise owners has been um, absolutely amazing. Uh, to work with, and they're very, uh, they're very helpful, but they they just treat everybody, like I said, like family, um, and the neighborly itself, they already had, um, they already had different procedures and stuff in place, um, a lot of it I could just roll right into and start right away, because uh, it was already set up for me, and it, then if I have any questions or anything that I need help with, they're right there, Uh, helping me um as well as giving me my own personal what they call a coach that anytime I need something pretty much 24 7 she's available I try not to be as you know invasive her home life but she she tells me 24 7 that she's available so um and so far anytime I've needed her she's been right there to help me Nice.
1: okay so so with that said then as far as uh with it being a franchise and and you just starting up, um, you you did indicate that it just it it was this opportunity that came up with ground guys in particular, and it's like okay, so yeah, and, and neighborly being as you say, right in your backyard. So with starting up the business, was was there a good chunk of it where you even just had to learn some of the 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 landscaping and lawn care aspect of things? Because you, you seem to have the business side of things, certainly as far as running the business. But even as the owner, you still have to have some knowledge base of, of what's actually going on out in the field. So
2: I will say as far as lawn care and landscaping, I don't think you will ever know everything there is to know about it. So uh, I learned something new every day um, but the good thing is is like I said I have neighborly and I have the other franchise owners and so anytime I am like I have never seen this plant before in my life can someone help me <laughs> figure out what this is and how we take care of it and they're usually right on it. if they don't have the answers they find the people that have the answers um, and coming in coming into this I didn't know as much um, obviously now as I as, you know, then as I do now. Um, but again, right at the beginning, Neighborly fed me a ton of information. Um, they, they have, they have um, standards for my area, for my location, uh, how things should look, what things should look like, when there's some issues. They give you kind of a broad scope so that you have something at least to start with if you don't have any knowledge, which was very helpful.
1: So since going through the through uh, twenty twenty, then I mean, uh, are things uh, still uh, going well for your, for your business? Then?
2: yes. So we've been steadily growing. Um, we've had um, I actually uh, bought that franchise from another franchise, so it was uh, I had some existing accounts, and I was able to add quite a bit in there too. Um, and like I said, we've been steadily growing. The only hard thing that there is from 2020 is finding workers. It was really hard to find workers um, that were available, that that were able to work, wanting to work. And then once I did, some of them got COVID, and so it was it was a struggle there um, to find to find help just because of the whole pandemic. And and it wasn't just that they weren't available, but some people were afraid to even come and work. Just because of the contact of it.
1: Sure, sure. Overall, for your customers, though, I mean, were they open to having crews on on properties and stuff? I mean,
2: yes, there was never any um, any issue with that at all. I no one said anything. Um, even when I went to meet with customers, I was the one kind of trying to keep my distance, and they were trying to come closer. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, we're supposed to keep that that. Distance. <laughs> And they're like, oh, gosh, I totally forgot. I mean, even throughout the whole year, people would forget about, you know, that distance thing. So, so I would just, I would just, it's not a big deal. I just want to make sure you're safe. You know, um, I'm just concerned about you because a lot of our customers were elderly. So, and I'm, you know, I would always try and keep that distance. But other than that, we've never had, we actually had a lot more landscaping last year. Um, Than normal, which was interesting, we had, there was a period where we were starting to get, the nurseries and stuff were starting to get low on supplies because so many people wanted to do landscaping, um, supplies for plants, materials, and everything. So um, business, business did pretty good last year, and I don't see it slowing down so far, especially after the freeze. I've got a lot of cleanup and landscaping in the near future.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's I, I think that certainly that part of your story uh, is it was uh, pretty true across the board where there's so many people wanted uh, uh, wanted landscaping and, and or patios or that sort of thing uh, on their properties to be outside and, and things. So there was a there was a lot of work to be done. So and, and actually, yeah. that's a, that's another piece of it. Are you uh, primarily residential? Or are you commercial and residential then there?
2: We do commercial and residential. Um, most of our stuff, I will say, is residential, but we do have quite a few commercial
1: customers. Okay, okay. And how uh, how did things go with uh, with that side of the business then in, in 2020? Because I know it, it, for others that I've spoken to, uh, the residential seemed to certainly go up, but there was either a possible slowdown with some of the commercial, just depending on whether or not the Uh, the building or property was being utilized last year because so many people were working from home.
2: Yeah. um, On my side, I would say um, as far as getting new work, possibly, yeah, that could have slowed it down. But as far as my existing customer, it was still business as usual. And actually the work was a little bit easier for us because there wasn't anybody there. So we didn't have to worry about cars or, or, people be in the way or anything like that so we actually got to do um some better work and some good cleanup on some of our commercial properties and get some extra work done because the workers weren't there or their employees weren't there we were able to do a little bit more work
1: sure sure and just for clarification because i don't think uh, i've had you say it yet is uh it, it's a great Ground Guys franchise, but what is the, the overall name of, of your business specifically? Uh,
2: so it's Ground Guys, uh, which is a neighborly brand. Right. Um, yes. Is that the answer you were looking for? I'm sorry. I
1: think so. Because is it just is it Ground Guys Waco, or is it? I mean, because is, is that is oh, that where you're?
2: I'm sorry. Yes. So I am the Ground Guys of Waco, um, a neighborly company. So that's my full name. Got
1: it, got it. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. So um, another area that I wanted to get into, just because I think it's a uh, – I think what you've – how you've gotten into the landscaping industry is – Another way that a lot of these small business owners are, are getting into it now because it's be, because of the aspect of it is uh, there there are still those guys that get started where they're they start mowing lawns when they're in high school and and they create a landscaping business but there's others that that kind of go year out and and get into the business side and then go oh well I I do want to have my own business well what's an opportunity well there's that franchise opportunity so uh, and get into it from that. From that perspective um so from that from that angle what would you say that that those types would need to know about uh potentially looking at to join a franchise i mean is there are there things that a franchise is going to uh, being part of a franchise is really going to do for them are are there any negatives that they need to be aware of to before before making that leap
2: so i would say um definitely for someone who is already in the industry and thinking about changing to a franchise, um, the biggest thing that they should look at when they're looking for a franchisor is um, how where, where the corporate office is. Obviously, I've stated I love that my corporate office is here, um, having that close Um, if not in the same area you're in is very essential um, just because you have that more of that one-on-one and uh, knowing that that company uh, is willing to go that extra mile with you, um, do everything they say they will do, be actually present because I've, I've heard a lot of things from other not neighborly franchise owners but other franchise owners that I've talked with throughout the industry, that their franchise corporate is in another state, they never hear from them. They may hear from them like once a quarter, maybe once a year. Um, so just making sure that the the company that they choose is uh, available and wants to make things better and puts their franchise ease first. Um, working with them on policies, procedures uh figuring out what works best in the field and and taking that constructive criticism back from the franchisee um to make things better and and which is what i really liked about neighborly is they're always open to any suggestions we have or any thoughts we have to to make changes to help things work better for us so with that in mind going from your own company to a franchise um it's really having that extra help is really what what you get with owning a franchise over doing it yourself. Because um, otherwise, you're kind of and, and I know this kind of from my own experience with the smaller video production company. It was just muddling through, uh, finding an accounting system, finding the right software, finding the right stuff that you need to help that company uh, work as it is and then grow. It's, it's hard to do that and run a business at the same time. But when you have that overall corporate office kind of, you, you send them your ideas on, okay, I think this would work better if we did this, this, and this. What do you think? Can you find something? And then they go do that kind of, you know, R&D. And then we kind of say, okay, we will try it out. And then we try it out. If it works, us. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But they've done all of the hard leg work that me as an owner doesn't have time. And then they can say, okay, here are best practices that we've seen throughout industry for this, this, and this. And, And they help out with that. So that's where it's become very helpful for me is having someone to do that extra step and go that extra mile to find the stuff that will work best for me so that I don't have to go and do that and I can just run the business.
1: Right. You can still be that small business owner, but you at least have, have a lean uh, a lean on it, b- behind you. So
2: Yes. And they kept up with all of the laws and regulations for the pandemic for us, too, whether it was with our customers and approaching our customers or with our employees and what needs to be done and all the different employee benefits that were different with COVID. They kept up with all of that for us and they, they gave us regular updates so that we knew what was going on.
1: So, so it sounds like to me. I mean, and obviously, uh, uh, without question, you're, uh, for for yourself, you're gonna suggest neighborly. But in general, uh, is it safe to safe to say that you know, looking into the option of, of uh, a franchise is is a, a fair option for a small business owner?
2: I would say yes, um, but again, on that precipice that they they need to make sure that that corporate office will do what it says it does and the best way to know that is to talk to other franchisees that they already have which is what neighborly had me do before i decided to buy they had me talk to several other owners and i asked very open honest and hard questions about how involved are they do they help you what are you know what are the pitfalls what are whatever and they were very open and answered back and let me know and just some letting you know um the one thing i really like about neighborly is they are very hands-on um and they they work with you and take constructive criticism
0: that's it for this edition of the grassroots podcast thanks again to Tricia caps for taking the time to talk with us today And remember to tune in bi-weekly for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast by GreenIndustryPros.com.